It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. And good morning. Welcome to our live feed update for March 18th. I'm your host, Taryn Armstrong. And with me today is John Krause. How you doing, John? Taryn, I'm doing great, but I really just need to get right off the bat and sing a little song. So uh, here goes. Happy birthday to Plur. Happy birthday to Plur. Happy birthday, dear Plur. Happy birthday to Plur. Plur, 25 years young today. Oh my! Who knows? Who knows what new letters she's going to add to her uh, her self declarations in the near future? You never know. I, I for a second there, I thought you were going to sing uh, Puya's rap that he put in the chat yesterday. No, I think if I had to rank myself uh, in terms of rap prowess, I, I would put myself slightly above Liana, but that's just because <laughs> I think she's really scraping the bottom of the barrel. Uh, but we can't. We can only look up at the the glory of Puya. I think. Yes. Uh, well, maybe uh, maybe I'll have Hoodie Allen teach me how to rap and then I'll sing Puya's raps. Yeah. Give him a call. He's on your like your speed dial, right? He's like six. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we are here to update you on everything that's happening on the Big Brother Canada six feeds. And uh, we're talking about what happened yesterday. And there's a lot. A lot happened yesterday. A lot going on. Certain players are doing real good. <laughs> Certain players seem to be having some sort of a nervous breakdown. We're going to cover it all. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, to start the day, the nominations hadn't even happened. Uh, so there's a lot, a lot that goes on. Uh, starting the day, Hamza is telling Derek, he's letting Derek know, uh, I am going to be nominating Jesse next to Olivia to stack the veto competition. And uh, Derek is like, whoa, I don't know about this. Uh, he runs to Jesse. Jesse's pissed. Jesse's like, whoa, no, no, no. We got to get Will or Johnny on the block. We got to get somebody else on the block. This is no good. Uh, I don't like this. Yeah, we're seeing some sort of weird evolution of the game now where the new strategy is to like nominate people so that they'll like you more and then we'll help you. Like, I want to work with you, so I'm going to nominate you because that way we can win the competitions together. And then, but ultimately what ends up happening is you just end up voting out people you're working with. Like this is the second week in a row where this sort of loose conglomeration of like Hamza and Ryan and then like people Hamza wants to work with. And like Andrew was kind of in that alliance at one point and like, but they're all nominating each other <laughs> because Hamza like, I, ultimately, I guess jumping ahead a little bit, he wants, he wants to kind of stay friends with these people now with Jesse. And so the way he's doing, he's going to do that is by, by nominating Jesse. Uh, yeah. Because then Jesse will definitely win the veto. He'll owe me his life. 
so yes, uh, this again, this is a very confusing uh, and complicated day. Uh, we're not going to, I think, like get into everything that happens just because uh, a lot of it like turned out to be irrelevant in the course of the same day because we had the nominations, then the veto. Uh, so if you guys have any questions, be sure to, uh, to hop on the, the Facebook page, Rob as a podcast, Facebook page or the chat on Rob as a website.com, uh, to, to ask your questions and we can, uh, we can let you know, uh, the answers to those questions. Uh, otherwise we're just going to continue on. Uh, but, uh, really, it really all just floats around around Hamza. Hamza has all the power, you know, this week, and he's sort of double backtracking, looping around. He's kind of lapped himself, and so like really, you know, every all the fallout that's going to happen in the next few days is because of him. I think we can frame this entire uh, little podcast sort of just around the Hamza equation. Very much so. Hamza <laughs> ends up nominating Olivia and Jesse, and in the in the process of doing so angers jesse obviously and uh and the showman's and he's assuring everyone that he has he says to he says to everyone don't worry i've got a plan trust in the process now uh i think you know i think that he really took ryan's hoh to heart when ryan was talking about having a plan and trusting the process he was like you know what ryan seemed to do really well with this stuff I'm going to take after him. I'm going to tell people to trust the process. He uh, he tells Allie, don't worry, I'm not after you. Uh, he tells Derek and Jesse, don't worry, I'm not after you guys. I just I had to nominate Jesse because and then that, that makes it look like we're not working together. Uh, and and don't worry if I win the veto, I'll use it on Jesse. I'll put Ryan up there. I swear on Carolyn. Uh, this is this is this is the truth. This is the truth. This is what ha- this is what's happening. Right. So, like, I think if we want to really criticize Ryan's sort of HOH last week, it was the whole trust the process thing, plus the idea of Ryan, like Big Brother, explaining too much. He was teaching everybody, this is how you play. This is week one. This is week two. This is week three. And Hamza's kind of, like, taken that formula and gone in the opposite direction, where he's, like, thinking several seasons ahead at this point now. (laughs) in terms of like Big Brother Canada 12 or something. But but he's not actually telling people at all what's happening. And yeah, you know, it's a really great way to make it look like you're not working with each other is by obliterating your social relationships in the house because then no one will actually be working with you. Hamza, Hamza really is like, uh, he, he wants to make the big move, but he is so far ahead of things that he, he is like the audience in that the second the big move becomes reality like okay gotta make a big move like before this week gotta make a big move gotta target the showmans then the second that became a reality that was no longer the big move that's not exciting anymore now the new big move is to not target the showmans oh boy now we're going crazy now we're now we're going after jesse we're going after olivia this is crazy but now that's boring that's boring again now the new big move is to backdoor ryan ryan has all of a sudden come full circle and now ryan who was the obvious move to start with is the new big move uh but even that is starting to get boring to hamza so we're gonna have to watch out for that as the day progresses and I'll be honest, like, I just don't see if, okay, so I guess we'll just, uh, we're just jumping around here. Hamza, it's the Hamza week. Hamza ended up winning the veto too. So like, he really has all the power here. And uh, it seems like at least as of my reading of like when the last time the feeds, you know, when I went to bed, it, it, he's going to be doing this. And, and I just don't see Ryan. I just don't see him going home. Like he kind of like screwed the pooch last week, but like, I don't know. I, I'm really seeing it the way that sort of you and, and Melissa and Lita were talking about it. Like I can see him just kind of, no one's going to like waste a week on, on Ryan right now. His game's sort of blown up. And I just, I don't, I don't think that this thing is going to work the way that Hamza um, seems to think it's going to work. He wants to shock and awe everybody, but I, he's going, he's gone too far this time. Yeah. Uh, pretty much every time um uh, paris ended up ended up talking to jesse after the nominations um and jesse's paranoid at this point paris is feeding into that paranoia uh man hamza hamza really might be uh backstabbing you here he might be taking a shot and uh and then interestingly after jesse leaves this conversation paris says to the cameras uh i am not using the veto on this guy if uh this might be it for jesse if this is if this is his demise boo Bad for him. Uh, his complacency got him here. Uh, his mistake, uh, not mine. Uh, see you, Jesse. And uh, I was like very surprised. 
Yeah, Paris and Jesse seem to be not like on the outs in like that they're fighting or or that their relationship has sort of crumbled. But Jesse seems to be I'm sorry, Paris seems to be sort of starting to lay the groundwork to be separate from him. She doesn't want to be seen as being uh, very close to him. And I think that that's just kind of what she wants the perception to be, which I think probably ultimately is a good move, because if she's able to navigate the waters of sort of keeping him as an ally, but without sort of the house thinking so clearly that they're a pair. Um, I think that will, that will help her. And also if she's willing to cut him, right. We've seen with the showman is like, ultimately only one person can win. It's very rare that a showman actually gets to the final two. So the ability to be the one who's willing to cut your, your sort of your partner as it is, is a good skill to have. Yeah. Uh, so, and, and uh, I'll, I'll continue to talk about, but Paris uh, continues to be in a great spot in the house. Um, her, her lack of attachment to Jesse, her willingness to cut him, if it is if it is in fact his time, I think speaks well to her uh, her overall game. So uh, Paris continuing to do pretty well here. Uh, really, she was she was gaming really hard um, the last week and even in like the last few days. But uh, everything that she set up has has operated correctly, and uh, um, I don't see her uh, failing. I don't see her her game failing anytime soon. So good for Paris. Taryn, uh, I think the the, the showmance we need to be talking about is the one between Paris and yourself. Uh, I think that we've learned that you've got a favorite player this season. Look, uh, I, I, I can't do anything uh, like uh, Rob. Rob, he throws out one theory. And now if I if I say good things about Paris, then it's because I've got a crush on Paris. If I say bad things about Paris, it's because uh, I, I, I don't it's know, because I, I have Paris. a crush on Paris. You anything bad about it uh like uh last few days i've been like paris i don't know about this paris acting weird uh now now i'm saying paris is do, doing well and it's it's all the same it's all the same uh so derek tries to calm kayla down um and uh and jesse down by uh by saying look no that talk we had with with hamza i think it went really well i really trust him uh i feel like I feel like he's telling us the truth. I feel like this is actually going to go well. Uh, Kayla's like, okay. I mean, if you think so, uh, all right. Okay. I, I mean, I trust your judgment, but uh, okay. Well, all right. Kayla really kind of dodged a bullet this week because from my reading of what was going on and, and my listening to the recaps that you've done so wonderfully over the last few days, like I feel like Kayla going into this week was kind of one of the people that maybe was going to be in a little bit of trouble. And even once Hamza won the HOH, which seems like a million years ago now, but like just the other day, you know, that might have been one of the parts of the showman's that they were going to target. And like she was going to be the one that maybe was going to take the fall because Hamza seems to like to work with the guys, but she didn't get nominated Kayla's not on the block and really if she ends up being the replacement nom- I think we'll be shocked because there really isn't any talk of that happening uh, like Kayla re- got really lucky this week oh yeah I, I mean Kayla got lucky uh, I think a lot of people got lucky because um, you know the the outcome of this week is going to be completely different than what it should have been if winter anyone else has really blown through and like we don't know what yeah. the power is and it's very true uh, so uh the the players are picked to play in the veto. Hamza, Olivia, Jesse, Ryan, Erica, and Derek will be playing in the veto. Um, and uh, that's going to quickly become irrelevant information because we, we do have the outcome of the veto as well. Uh, Hamza warns Johnny about his name being thrown around. And this is back from the beginning of the day when Jesse was talking about like, oh, you know, we have to uh, get get Johnny on the block instead. Like, oh, it's not me, anybody but me. And, uh, and Hamza's talking to Johnny and he's saying, oh, your name's being thrown around. And Johnny's like, whoa, that's not what you told me yesterday. What happened? What changed? And Hamza's like, I'll tell you. I'll tell you later. Um, but this very quickly gets out anyway. Uh, Hamza tells Erica. Will knows. Will tells Johnny. Um, and so Johnny is now aware that Jesse apparently threw his name out there. Johnny is becoming increasingly uh, s- separated from the the Kayla, Derek, Jesse trio because. They keep telling him that Ali and Olivia are targeting them, which he has not heard from Ali and Olivia because it was a mostly false information in the first place. But now is kind of real, but hasn't gotten back to Johnny yet. And uh, and it's 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 a bit of a mess. But the the gist of it is that Johnny is now uh, pretty anti Jesse. 
You know, the Johnny's trajectory in this game so far has been really interesting because it's, you know, we're only in week three, but at the beginning he was, Johnny was the first HOH, you know, we were all sort of criticizing the way that he handled that competition in the premiere episode. Uh, people were making sure, you know, predictions. He's not going to make it past week three, week four, whatever, like he's going to be this early boot. Uh, but then he just completely disappears under the radar in terms of, of being a target. Um, everyone says that they're working with Johnny. Johnny has more allies than even he's aware of, but he's sort of this, this sort of, uh, persona non grata in the house, like in a, in a good way. Uh, but then, yeah, now all of a sudden he's sort of back on the radars. Like he kind of, it's almost like whack-a-mole. Like he just pops up for a second. Uh, but then like he disappears back down. Uh, but yeah, as of right now, he's sort of, he's sort of back in the limelight, but again, Hamza has all the decision-making power and I don't, Hamza's not going to go after Johnny. Oh yeah. Uh, jo- Johnny is, is good this week for sure. Um, so uh Johnny ends up confronting Jesse. He asks Jesse straight up like did you did you say my name? Did did you did, did you draw my name to to Hamza? And he was Jesse denies it. He says no no no, absolutely not. I definitely did not do that. Uh Johnny does not buy this though. He uh he will continue to be anti Jesse moving forward. Um they ultimately have this veto competition. It takes place and Hamza wins it as we've uh, as we've talked about uh, he also wins five thousand dollars along with this veto competition um, and which I think is an important factor in sort of the discussion going forward in terms of what is inside of Hamza's head yeah well I mean uh, you know he also just wants to win all the competitions I think in general but uh, but uh, yeah he wins it uh, by a landslide apparently he, he crushes this competition the, so from what I overheard them discussing, it had it involved hitting, um, I think Hamza said hitting ice blocks or something like that. Apparently the, the correct strategy, according to Hamza, who won, was to hit the ice blocks in the center. Um, I'm just picturing the, the Hasbro game, Don't Break the Ice. So I'm wondering if there's a relation there, because Hamza, uh, Hasbro, uh, Hambro, is kind of like a sponsor this season in terms of all the games that they're playing. So maybe like it might be some sort of ice breaking thing in relation to that. But either way, like that, I don't know. Does that ring any bells to you in terms of like previous competitions that have been played before? Or do we think maybe this is like a new one? Uh, I'm not, I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, they've been pretty uh, good with uh, introducing new competitions. So I wouldn't be surprised at all if it was uh, something interesting and new. Yeah, I'm looking forward to sort of seeing how this thing is visualized. But either way, Hamza wins. Hamza wins the money. Hamza wins everything. And uh, I think ultimately, like, this is me just sort of, I guess, psychoanalyzing him a little bit. But, like, I think Hamza's ready to be done. And I don't mean in terms of, like, quit. I don't think he's a, a quitter. Obviously, he's still winning these competitions. But, you know, Hamza, as has been discussed in this podcast before, he played uh, Sequester sort of recently. And he was, like, a very early boot in that, uh, the online sort of, you know, game. And he's already done better on Big Brother Canada than he did in that. And I think that means a lot to him. Uh, I think he's sort of checked off all his little bucket list items on the Big Brother like checklist. Like he's played, he got on the show, he's he's won HOH, he's won veto, you know, he's made some big moves. Like I think that Hamza sees this as like he wants to get on the show and like become a memorable person and make all like make not history, but sort of make these big moves, be like a big television spectacle. He's already walking out of the house now with at least five thousand extra dollars in cash. Um, he's been talking to the, the camera a lot lately to Carolyn, sort of his uh, significant other, saying he misses her. He's ready to see her again. Like, I think that he's already done better than he thought he was possibly going to ever do. And he's sort of hit all his goals. So I don't I don't think that he's he's quitting or giving up. But I think he's like in his head, like I've already done better than I thought I could possibly do. And if I leave really soon, I won't be in the jury house. Like, I'll just get to go home and see Carolyn. And I think that in his head, like that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Yeah, I, I wouldn't necessarily disagree. I think Hamza's done better than most of us would have predicted preseason in the sense that, right. like, uh, you know, he talked about being a lone wolf and then he actually did that in practice. And I it's it's strange because Hamza up until this point has basically been somebody that is constantly trying to sabotage his own game. But it's like nobody's letting him like it's not taking with anyone. Um, and so now he's HOH and he had and he got veto. And it's like, what's the worst possible thing I can do with all this power? And uh, and it's looking like he's doing it like it's looking like he's doing the worst possible thing he can do as HOH and veto holder. And uh, we'll just have to see if this ends up being the final thing that puts the nail in his coffin. But, uh, you know, he's such a wild card that uh, and there's so many other targets, it might not hit him uh, directly next week. But 
it does seem like he is mentally a little bit out of it at this point. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I like Hamza. I think he's made for good feeds. I think he's made for a good show. I like that there's sort of the, you know, um, Charlie character, like the wild card in the house, like trying to create chaos. That's great for people like us who, who watch the show and watch the feeds. Um, and, you know, I, but I just I just see like he doesn't there are people in that house right now who clearly want to win the game like they are playing. They're there for the long haul. There are people who are having their little one off asides when they're talking to the feedsters like directly to us saying like, I'm here to win this game. And Hamza's, I just don't see him as being one of those people. I think he wants to be memorable. I think he wants to have fun. I think he wants to hit all these bucket list items. And I think he's already done a lot of those things. I mean, he's he's it's very likely that he's going to renom Ryan. And so far, the only actual strategy that he's discussed about why he wants to put Ryan up is because he wants to rattle his feathers a little bit, quote unquote, rattle his feathers uh, because he still wants to like work with Ryan. Similar to the fact that he nominated Jesse because he wants to work with Jesse. He's now going to nominate Ryan because he wants to work with Ryan still more because that's his sort of like ostensibly his only true ally so far as Ryan. Yes. Um, it's just like, I, you know, I who knows? Yeah, he uh, he went he uh, like he said to Derek and Jesse, he uh, when he promised them that he would take Jesse off the block and nominate Ryan in his place. It, it, he apparently was telling the truth. Uh, Veronica comes to him and talks, starts talking about Ryan and Hams is like, yeah, I want Ryan on the block. I think I should take Jesse off the block. Jesse will owe me his life. Uh, the showmans, they'll owe me for saving Jesse. And uh, I, I'll have them. I'll have the every every I'll have the whole house. We can play both sides. Everyone loves loves us um and then i can put ryan on the block we'll rattle we'll rattle his feathers uh and that's the big move the big it's move the Calafiori strategy the big move is ryan is on the block boom everyone's boom everyone's the greatest and i'm the genius and the audience thinks we're geniuses and uh and will is just kind of like what um wait will is all of those gifts all of those reaction gifts yeah will will is 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 very hesitant about this idea he's i i don't think this is uh is this the big move i feel like the big move (laughs) is if we target if we put like Derek up and we sent that's a big move and ham's like no 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 this is a big move. Trust me. Uh, like uh, Hamza, Hamza will not admit that this is not a big move. This is uh, as somebody said in the chat earlier, uh, like Hamza came into this HOH week wanting to make a big move. And he might end up uh, at the end of this HOH week with the two weakest and worst players in the game nominated against each other um, well, that everyone wanted to target. It's almost like so there's obviously in the annals of Big Brother history, there's this whole dichotomy between different uh, definitions of what a floater is. The idea that a floater is someone like Andy Heron or like June who kind of floats between alliances. Right. And then Rachel famously said, like, no, a floater is someone who doesn't do anything. It's almost like there's multiple definitions of what a big move is. Whereas I think Hamza comes from this school that like a big move is the move that no one sees coming. And so his problem this week is because as HOH, he's been sitting there coming up with ideas. So he's like, man, you know what the biggest move in the world would be? Blah, 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 blah. And then now he says it. Now it's a thing that's in reality. So now it's not the least expected thing. And so he has to come up with a new big move in his head, which is the next thing that no one's expecting. But then he says it. And now that's something that's in the house. Whereas I feel like, and that's, that's like a viewer. If you're watching the show, that's what a big move is. If you're watching the edited show, the big move is the thing you never saw coming when you're like, oh my God. And then, you know, the narrator is like, Hamza did this and no one saw it coming. But then I think in the house as a player, a big move is different. It's the thing that shakes up the house and takes the people on the bottom of the totem pole and puts them at the top, which is strategically a smart thing to do. But that's different. And I think Hamza's doing the big moves from the viewer perspective. Yeah, well, I'm not even sure if that's it, because I don't think the viewers would agree that putting Ryan up is a big move. Well, right. But again, he's like psyched himself out because he's not actually watching the show because he's just trying to find something unexpected. And exactly. That's what he thinks no one's expecting. And that's how he's talking to everyone in the house uh, to the point where I don't even know if when he talks to Veronica and Will, he's telling the full truth because every person he talks to, he he says something different because he wants them to be surprised. He wants them to be shocked. And he wants I he is almost like the Big Brother Canada production where he thinks that if you make the house guests have shocked faces during the episode, like, 
then that makes great TV. And that's like the best possible thing. Uh, just like big, like the big brother Canada production things like, Oh, if we surprise them with crazy twists, then that the viewers will love it. Uh, even though the end result is like, uh, we see Olivia or Ryan go home instead of like a huge house shakeup. Um, that's, uh, it's the same exact mindset. He's like, well, if I take Jesse off and put Ryan up and he's shocked and everyone's shocked, that's going to be great. Right. Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, the problem is, and again, like, I think that Hamza is really sort of just trying to check off these boxes and be this great TV show. Uh, but like in terms of let's pretend that he still actually wants to win the game, like he's really making it hard for himself because wild cards are dangerous. You want to get rid of the wild cards. Like he's, he wants to be this lone wolf, which is cool. And from a certain perspective, you can see how that would make you a valuable asset in the house. Like, okay, well we know Hamza is this lone wolf. Like we could bring him in for a single vote and that would help us. Um, but the thing is, is that he's like torpedoing these relationships to the point that like people can't necessarily trust him. Like Jesse is not going to be able to trust him after this week. And if enough people are like, we can't trust Hamza, then no one's going to want to work with you. And it's going to be an easy sell to get rid of you. You know what I mean? Yes. And uh, he basically again, he thinks that the the showman's and Jesse will be grateful to him if he does this. Uh, and Will is trying to tell him, like, no, they're going to come after you anyway. They they don't look out for anyone but themselves. They're, this game doesn't work on gratitude. Uh, this is not how it's going to work. And uh, Hamza just disagrees with that. He's he's just like, no, 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 I don't worry. I've got this. Um, and he says to himself at some point, I think as well, like, uh, you know, he just he, he can't he doesn't feel like he uh, can lie in this house. He feels like he, his heart is involved. Um, I it really does seem like uh, like Derek. And Kayla, in particular, really just won him over socially, which is basically the same thing that happened to Ryan, where Ryan felt like, oh, they're going to include me in the cool kids club. And then as soon as his uh, power ended, they were like, never mind. We're good. You don't have to join us, Ryan, um, to the point where now they are targeting Ryan. And Will is essentially trying to tell Hamza that. And later, Hamza will talk with Johnny, who is also trying to even more explicitly tell him that. Um, but Hamza isn't really hearing it, uh, at least at this point. Um, and uh, Will also pitches, all right, well, if Ryan is going to go up in the block, at least we can send Ryan home over Olivia, right? Because I feel like we can work with Allie and Olivia. And uh, Hamza and uh, and Veronica are both like, no, 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 no. We would probably send uh, Olivia home. That's the better move, even though we're back. We're like uh, almost backdooring Ryan. He did play in the veto, uh, but we're, uh, we're, we're backstabbing him by putting him on, up on the block. But no, we should still take out Olivia. Yeah, I mean, I think I want to touch on this thing that you said a few minutes ago, which is the idea that like Hamza kind of thinks that this will make all of the showmances owe him. And he also seems to think that he wants to be included in that sort of cool kids alliance. And that's a, there's a lot of like deep social stuff that's happening there. It's the kind of stuff that happens in real life. But like well, something that's really important to learn, whether you're Hamza or just like in general, is the idea that um, it's not necessarily what you do. It's sort of how you go about doing it. Like, I think on paper he's right that like working with them, keeping them safe. If the entire house kind of wants to start targeting these showmances, if he keeps them safe, that's good. And in on paper, I can see how they would owe hams of that because he keeps them safe, but he's going about it in such a bad way. Like, he's not you have to you have to frame yourself you have to present these ideas in a way that they feel included you know what i mean like it's just coming off weird and gross and it's like you can't trust hamza and even if hamza helps these showmances out like they're they, they're gonna think he has some sort of weird ulterior ulterior motives because he's not including them in on the plan yeah if he doesn't think that jesse won't remember the fact that he was nominated in the first place rather than the fact that he was saved uh he's got another thing coming because uh that's that's how people work in the big brother house it doesn't matter how what you do to save them afterward if you put them in danger in the first place they're going to remember it and they're going in weeks from now jesse's going to be like well hamza you did put me on the block uh and and that's how it'll go um However, uh, so so uh, Hamza starts talking to people again. He's telling people bad information left and right. Uh, he talks with Ali um, and Ali is trying to get him to be like, look, you you should be saving Olivia because you, if you trust me and you want to work with me, you can work with Olivia as well. She's a number. I can bring her along. She will be loyal to you if you save her. Uh, if if we help save her, um, and and I can I can assist with that. Uh, and and Hamza is basically saying, well, why isn't Olivia saying any of this to me? Like uh, like why why are you talking to me and not Olivia? And Ali says, well, she's trying to just like be chill and and hang back, and uh, it's just really highlighting how 
how terrible Olivia is at this game that she can't even make her own arguments here. Uh, and, and, and she can't make anybody feel comfortable. And if she does leave this week, I think uh, it, it's by far the person who is most at fault for her own demise. Yeah, she's definitely not been playing the the strongest game, and she's been the one that the girls have been wanting to go after sort of the whole time. This season's been really interesting so far because we've talked about how um, it's really sort of like a, a female-driven game so far. The women tend to, at least from our perspective, be the ones that are driving a lot of the strategy. They're driving a lot of the alliances. They're driving a lot of what the targets are. But so far, we've had three for three men winning the HOHs. And so what we've had kind of what's interesting to me is the idea that like, you know, the women are the ones who they want Olivia out. A lot of the girls do. And like, she's probably, you know, she's been kind of like a target for three weeks now, but like Ryan, he's not listening to the girls. You know what I mean? Like Hamza's not listening to these, to these girls. So it's interesting that like the women are kind of driving the action so far, but then there's these roadblocks, which is that they don't actually physically have the power of, holding an HOH or holding a veto. Well, to, to be fair, Ryan did try to get Olivia out of the house. He just uh, failed pretty dramatically. Really poorly. And that's, <laughs> yeah. and that's the thing. Like we, these HOHs so far have been some historically terrible HOHs. And Hamza might also try to get Olivia out of the house and also potentially fail. Um, so uh, I, I don't think it's, la- it's, it's for lack of influence from the women here that, uh, that Olivia's staying. It's more just um, uh, for, for lack of being able to comprehend basic strategy. Well, it's sort of who gets put up and who doesn't get put up. I mean, the fact that Olivia wasn't, Olivia wasn't even on the block last week and there's a, you know what I mean? Like she wasn't even nominated, eligible to be voted for by the time that the eviction episode rolled around. Like if you want to get someone out of the house, they have to get on the block at some point. Yes. Uh, so um, so Hamza ends up talking with Jesse. And this is a very, very important conversation that took place last night. Uh, and honestly, I'm I'm not even sure why. I'm not sure what happened here. Uh, but Hamza talks to Jesse. He says, look, I'm taking you off the block. I'm going to put Ryan up on the block instead. Uh, I just want you to act surprised. Uh, and, uh, you know, everything is cool. And Jesse is essentially like, OK, great. Uh, uh, OK, that's that's good. I'm, I, I like that. Um, and it's a it's not a it's not a long conversation. Um, and afterward, uh, we're like, oh, man, here we go. Hams is really doing it. Um, but then he talks to Will and Veronica and he says, guys, I just talked with Jesse. I got a really bad vibe from him. I don't know about this anymore. I'm starting to, I don't know. Jesse, he was acting paranoid. He was acting sketchy. (sighs) Maybe we should get Jesse out. What do you think, Will? Will is like, yes, yes. No, he definitely, he was acting sketchy. This is a great, great move. And Veronica's like, no, 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 no. Why are you doing this? Uh, And uh, all of a sudden we may have uh, a whole flip around here. And uh, maybe, maybe Emza is not going to use the veto. I really think he will. You know, I want to. So yesterday I listened to your amazing interview with uh, Rennie from Big Brother 10. And if anyone hasn't listened to that yet, it's absolutely incredible. Rennie hasn't changed at all. Uh, but she mentioned something that I don't really ever think about, because when I'm watching the show and I'm watching the feeds, I just think about what's the best strategic move to get yourself farther in the game. I visualize myself like in the house, like how do you get to the end to win the game? But in your interview with Rennie, she mentioned a few times that she would say certain things to certain people, specifically like Jesse in Big Brother 10, and she would think, she was saying that she thought, like, oh, that's definitely going to make the show. Like, that's a good quote. Like, she mentioned in her interview with you, like, certain times she would instigate little things because she thought that that would make the show better and that, like, oh, they'll definitely air that quote because I called Jesse a douchebag or whatever. And with that in mind, I think that, like, again, Hamza, I, I think Hamza really loves this show for its spectacle. I think he loves those shocked faces, like you said. So I I think Hamza just likes to say certain things to certain people because he thinks that that's going to make the show. Like the idea that like he goes and has a conversation with Jesse and then comes over to Will and he's like, I got a bad vibe from that. Like Hamza is probably thinking like that's going to make the recap. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I think he's just doing stuff for the sake of making the show better. And and that's and that's certainly possible. I think that's something that we have to uh, talk about, because one of the conversations he had prior to this was I I believe it was Erica he was talking to. And he was like, look, Erica, I've got this great plan. It's going to shock everyone. Uh, I'm going to be doing it with the veto. And Erica's like, you mean taking Jesse down and putting Ryan up? That's what you told everyone you're going to do. That's what everyone is expecting. And he was like. 
Uh, well, no, I mean, nah, that's not that's not what I was talking about. And so maybe at that point he felt like, well, maybe this is the expected move. I'm not going to be shocking anyone if I do this. Uh, I maybe I maybe I don't want to do this anymore. Or maybe I need to convince people that I'm not going to do it so that when I do it, they are shocked. Um, so, you know, it's uh, it's very, very uh, interesting here. Um, but then another interesting conversation was the one that I have referenced uh, that he had with Johnny. And uh, this may also have proved to be an influential conversation with Hamza where uh, Johnny was talking about this uh, this idea and uh, Hamza was saying, you know, I've been thinking about maybe putting Ryan up and Jesse, uh, Johnny was like, ah, what? like why? Um, and he was like, I did have a, a sketchy conversation with Jesse. And, uh, and again, this is when Johnny really tried to really tr- nail it into Hamza's head. Yes, they did this to me too. They make you feel warm and fuzzy. They make you feel included. This showman's and Jesse. But then afterward, they are they are totally fine with dropping you, and they'll move on to the next person. And you can't you can't fall for it. You can't let this uh, influence you. You have to like I will be forever indebted to you if you take Jesse out because that is such a big move. It's so ballsy. You have like you really have to go for it. And uh, at this point, it does seem like Hamza may be leaning this way as. As you've pointed out, John, it could be all a, a, a farce. Uh, who knows? But uh, at this point, he's saying, "I'm going to sleep on this decision." Uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see where it goes in the morning. And um, we've got a little bit of an update uh, this morning. But let's let's wrap up the day first. Well, yeah. Before we get to that, I don't, the last thing I really wanted to say is that, from sort of the perspective of this sort of real deal alliance, which you know, like Jesse and Derek, I think that we have to commend them that they are really good. We've seen it like three weeks now at making the HOH feel like they're part of like this exclusive club, and they're really good at getting into like that inner sort of sanctum, the inner psyche of like these people, people like Ryan and Hamza and Johnny, who are like, oh my god, I want, I've always wanted to be in a clique like this. That's good. That's good gameplay. That's really great social gameplay the problem and we've seen this in big brother and survivor into antiquity the idea that you have to maintain those relationships when we talk about the greatest players of any of these shows of all time our our boston robs it's not about like making you feel good once it's about making you feel good continuously and i think that's really sort of where if we want to criticize like jesse's game and sort of that alliance's game it's the idea that like as soon as that person's not in power they're just like okay well we don't have to worry about them now because they don't have any power uh, let's move on to the current HOH. But the problem is in a game like Big Brother is like that comes back around. Johnny's still a vote. Johnny could win another competition. You know, Ryan, if he doesn't go home this week, he could win another um, competition and he's still a vote. So like, you have to maintain those relationships. And I think that's where that's one of the weaker aspects of that alliances game. Yeah, they uh, they really are playing a game where they try to they they make alliances left and right. They like Derek and Kayla and to some extent, Jesse are the reason why everything is so one of the reasons why everything is so fluid this season. And it's because they do not hold on to alliances. They make them, they make the alliance they feel is the best possible group of people in order to control the house in that moment. And then as things shift, as things change, they drop that and move on to the next one. So now they're talking about like, Oh, maybe we should have an alliance with Hamza and Veronica and will, um, because that is what's best for us right now. But as soon as things change slightly, they will make another group and they will move on. And that's, uh, that's something that people need to be wary of. And it's something that Johnny is obviously aware of, and he's trying to make Hamza aware of it as well now something that i found very interesting about this week is that um the the people who are now up for eviction uh or or potentially could be evicted this week you know we've got ryan as a potential nom uh, a replacement nominee we've got olivia up there and we've got jesse um if Ryan ends up leaving this week, it's that's crazy because nobody, even though people were talking about targeting him toward the end of his HOH room reign, by the end of it, nobody wanted Ryan out. But now all of a sudden, he's a big target for a lot of the house. And the reason for that is, if you trace it all the way back, is this one uh, conversation he has after talking to Hamza in the HOH room uh, where he comes back to the white room and he says, uh, I think Hamza might be nominating like Kayla or one of the showmans and Paris is in that room and Paris up to this point thinks that Hamza is going to be targeting Ali and Olivia like everybody she like she thought everybody was going to be and so she assumes that Ryan is the influence trying to get Hamza to target the showmans and because of that assumption she goes to Derek and Kayla and now all 
all of a sudden, Ryan is once again a big target. If Ryan ends up going home, it's because of Derek and Kayla's influence over Veronica, whose influence over Hamza ends up putting Ryan on the block and then uh, getting getting him sent home. Uh, Jesse, if Jesse ends up leaving, it's probably because of this one conversation with Hamza where he gives off a bad vibe after all the work he'd done all week where maybe he says uh, something about like Hamza like locked out winning the competition he j- or just gave, gave Hamza a bad vibe or something to set Hamza off and now Jesse might potentially leave and then even Olivia who certainly has done a lot to sink her own ship the main reason she's a target is again because of Paris because of this whole like weird Jesse awkward Olivia likes Jesse Paris likes Jesse situation uh it's just like these very small things these very minor things could end up getting uh any one of these three people sent home and i think that we see that like that's not super uncommon that you know what like you always you always say so wonderfully the idea that perception is reality in the big brother house it's like you have to actually if you trace back any perception in any big brother house uh it usually is one inciting incident and it's usually not even the biggest most important thing it, but that's that's all it takes to change perception and then that person becomes the target and then people forget why it's just that's the person's the target because you, you just don't want it to be yourself which I think connects very well to what we were just talking about, the idea that it's wonderful to make people feel included and to bring in these people and to have these great social skills. But one conversation in week one can shift the entire game, you know, several weeks later. So you really have to be cognizant of your relationships and your conversations with everybody at all times, because using somebody and then sort of throwing them to the side, that might leave a bad taste in their mouth. And then that might make them say one comment to the right person. And that might start this sort of snowball rolling. And then six weeks later, you're out of the house and you're like, boy, I had everything on a silver platter. Where did I go wrong? And it could have been just that one little, you know, bad feeling, that bad vibe. Yeah. Uh, So uh, it's looking like this morning as we were talking, um, Will and I believe Johnny were talking for a little bit about like we really want Jesse to be leaving. Uh, And then Hamza, I think, had a conversation with Will where Hamza seemed to confirm I am not going to be using the veto. We will keep Jesse up on the block. Um, And uh, and he, I think, plans on telling Jesse this at some point during the day. Uh, This could this could absolutely change just like it changed three times last night uh, before the veto ceremony. And I'm sure uh, it will go back and forth between trying to eliminate Jesse or trying to evict uh, Olivia. Um, uh, I think Olivia does end up being evicted in this spot um, because I think that Paris sticks with uh, wanting to evict Olivia. Even Maddie, I think will want to evict Olivia because Maddie obviously knows that Olivia has been, uh, you know, talking about evicting or, or targeting her. Um, so with those two and then, uh, obviously the showman's people, uh, I think that, uh, Jesse will stay in the house, but it could lead to an interesting week with an interesting vote where there's, uh, people on both sides, uh, going back and forth. So, uh, very, very interesting stuff here. Uh, who knows where it's going to go, John? Well, I, I certainly don't, but I will say that again, not to hammer home the Hamza is playing this poorly discussion too much, but you know, he had those conversations with Jesse as recently as like 12 hours ago. He was saying like, I'm definitely going to pull you off. Just like we discussed, I put you up so that you could play in the veto and then I'm going to pull you off. And so if he now does not pull Jesse off and then Jesse does end up staying like Jesse's going to be so mad and rightly so, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, again, you have to be careful what you say. That's the thing about winning HOH. Like if you, it's not about the power you have now, it's what you do you do to insulate yourself after you lose that power and it's like you have to nominate at least two people uh you know if you are uh, cody from last year you have to nominate like 30 people in week one but it's like you how do you do it in such a way that those people don't immediately come and, and kick your butt next week and like jesse's gonna have a lot of reason to target hamza if he doesn't end up going and jesse was never really really truly hamza's target as far as we know. And, you know, if he doesn't end up going and I agree with you, I think that the read is likely that at this point anyway, that Olivia would go um, like, you know what I mean? Like he's just ruined his relationship with Jesse and all he would have had to do is just not have those conversations where it's like, don't worry, bro. I got your back. It's you and me, bro. We're going to, I'm going to save you and, and bring you down. Like if you just didn't say that, and then at the end of the week, Jesse doesn't go. And then you can say like, Oh my God, I'm so glad you didn't go home. Cause I never was targeting you then it's a completely different relationship. 
Yes. And, and he apparently is ranting about Jesse as we speak, saying, like, I want him out now. Uh, and I mean, again, Hamza like, just going about this. If he wants Jesse out, what he needs to do is use the veto on Olivia and put up Derek or Kayla in, in her place. That would potentially send Jesse out of the house or at but least here's the thing. target. Uh, it would get one of them out because if he not if he doesn't use the veto, he's pissing them all off anyway. But a lot of those people, like we've been saying, want Olivia gone. Like if you take Olivia down now, you're going to piss off the other half of the house that actually wants Olivia gone because then you're going to have Ryan and Jesse sitting next to each other. And then, yeah, I guess you keep Jesse at that point. But then remember, like less than a week ago, Ryan and Hamza were sort of working together. So like Hamza's in, like he, at this point, he should put up Erica or something. Well, Erica's safe. I'm just saying like he, there's nothing he can do. Like no matter what he does now, it's the wrong way to go about it. And it has nothing to do with the actual physical actions he's taken. It's entirely to do with the conversations that he's had. But yeah, I, I, you're right. If he wants Jesse to go, he needs to be sitting next to someone that's not Olivia. But if he were to take Olivia down, I think that would make things even worse for himself. I, I, I mean, I think it's better than essentially taking a shot at Jesse and missing and, and having it land on Olivia instead. And I think Olivia would potentially work with him, uh, you know, down the line. Well, whereas right. I don't think Jesse will, even if he saves Jesse. And a scorned Jesse is more dangerous than a scorned Olivia. I, yeah. I get that. But I, I'm talking about the sort of other players who would rather Olivia go. Yeah. But like uh disappointing other players, I think is uh, a lot less damaging to your game than uh, the active, uh, you know, event of a group that you just missed a shot uh, coming after you because like, uh, you know, uh, Paris or Maddie, like they can be disappointed in Hamza, but they're not going to target Hamza. They're going to be disappointed, but they still need to target Olivia. They still can't connect with Olivia. They're still, uh, you know, Olivia is still a threat to Paris because she's, uh, still likes Johnny or Jesse uh, and uh, Olivia is still coming after Maddie. So um, it might be disappointing for them, but they still have to, uh, you know, they still have to target her. They still have to get Olivia out. Um, and that's, uh, that's something that he can live with as opposed to like, uh, all right, Jesse, I'm betraying you. I'm not using the veto. You're going home. And then, uh Oh, you stayed. And, and now go. everyone is coming after me. That's a good point. I think that if you look, if you take Olivia down, you look incompetent, which isn't threatening to other players. Whereas if you target Jesse and you miss, then you look incompetent, but also aggressive. And then people feel like they need to defend themselves. I think that's a very good point. Yeah. So we'll, we'll just have to see Uh doom tribe in the chat says uh, he thinks Hamza has the votes to get Jesse out, um, which I'm not sure I agree with, but uh, I do think it's not, super straightforward at the very least um i think that ultimately uh, olivia will go but i think there will be a, a struggle there will be a uh, a campaign which is certainly better than we've seen in the previous two weeks so uh lots lots of stuff going on very interesting dynamics um i if the veto is not used if the video is used um as long as ryan doesn't go up i think we're in for a very interesting uh final stretch of this week um and it's looking like that's going to happen but again uh, hamza could have a conversation with any person in the house and get a bad vibe and completely change his plans again and that's something that we don't uh, usually see from an HOH right well he could get this idea in his head that like the new biggest move would be you know to put up someone completely different that we've never even talked about and that could really shake up the house again Hamza has been great a great addition to this season I, I don't mean to criticize him in a way that I think that he's like bad for this season but like you know his his uh disaster is sort of our pleasure yes and uh i, I again i just want to uh, uh quickly point out again that i do think at this point uh you know uh, i i like what johnny's doing will is a very fun character i think he's being a little too aggressive here with uh with hamza he's trying to make this move happen but uh if it doesn't happen and it gets out that he was trying to make it happen will could be in a lot of danger um that said you, you i like what will is too much this week yeah like exactly i like um, late lie low will yes uh but I, I at the moment i really just i really really like what maddie and paris are doing paris has an obscene amount of influence in this house uh like i talked about like just her uh weird perception of ryan changed everything from Ryan being totally safe with basically everyone to Ryan is a huge target. He might be the big move to take out this week just because Paris decided that Ryan was an influence. Like Hamza doesn't even realize that if he had put Ryan up on the block and Ryan had potentially gone home, that was because people thought 
Ryan was influencing Hamza to target the showmans. Uh, and Hamza was inadvertently doing that dirty work. And it's all because Paris had that perception and uh, influenced the house to, to see it that way. Um, and not, not to mention the fact that Olivia is up there largely because of Paris. Um, and uh, honestly, I think if Paris decides to save Jesse, Jesse gets saved. If Paris decides to send Jesse home, I think Jesse would go home 100%. Uh, so uh, I, Paris has a lot of influence in this house, uh, and that's something to watch out for. Whatever Paris wants, uh, be careful. I think we also need to watch out for uh, you showing up on a future episode of the Love Know It Alls to discuss your re- burgeoning relationship with Paris. Like I said, uh, I can't, like, yesterday I was making fun of Paris. Today I'm praising her influence because it should be praised. Um, and uh, look, I can only do so much. Yes, I, I, and I commend you for it. Good yeah. luck. Look, do you, do you disagree? No, do you, I don't disagree. That's I don't. what I thought. I absolutely don't. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, uh, that is our update for today. Um, uh, unless there's anything else that you wanted to bring up, John. No, man, I, you know, I'm really enjoying the season. Uh, I'm enjoying a lot of the players. It's, you know, I, I feel like maybe the dark times are over in terms of like just constantly complaining about, about the show that we watch voluntarily. You know, I, I've been really enjoying the season so far and I'm, I'm glad that I get to cover it a little bit. All right. Well, thank you everyone for joining us. Make sure you tune in tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern, where we'll update you again on everything happening on the feeds today. Uh, there may be flip flops back and forth. The veto will be used or not. It's too used. cold for flip flops. You got to put on <laughs> like, boots. Yes. And uh, and then we'll probably be able to tell you what it's looking like in terms of the vote and who might be going home. So make sure you tune in tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern for that. And then, of course, tomorrow night. The uh, the Monday night episode, the HOH competition will be concluded and then they'll do the nominations on the episode and Rob will be live after the episode to talk to you guys about it. Uh, and then, of course, Tuesday night, we'll have the LFC roundtable where we'll talk about everything and update the stock watch and all of that good stuff. So make sure you check all of that out. Make sure you check out my interview with Rennie Martin that we mentioned in this uh it's very good Taryn it's very good <laughs> yes uh very very fun make sure you check it out the Taryn show uh and then of course uh check out our American Ninja Warrior coverage We're talking about Ninja versus Ninja and uh and the USA versus the World special lots of great stuff there as well so follow us on Twitter I'm at Armstrong Taryn John is at John Krause uh I believe that is yeah yes. J-O-N-K-R-A-U-S-E and uh thanks again for everyone for joining us we will see you next time. Bye! With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.